Good afternoon and welcome everybody. We are on episode three of Radio Elevate. So glad to have you and happy Easter to everybody as today when this episode drops will be Easter Sunday. I want to thank everybody for joining us. I want to shout out to my Elevate youth and tell everybody, hey, I certainly miss them, but I'm so glad that we still get to spend time in God's word through Radio Elevate. Hey, uh, we're not going to have an Easter message this week, so I, I, I greatly encourage you to head on over to www.cpoint.cc and take a listen to uh, Greg's Easter message. Today, we've got a lot on tap for you today, but we're going to start off every week with some worship just like we do. And this week, we're going to start out with the live version of Glorious Day featuring Christian Stanfield led by Passion. Let's get started with some worship. I was buried beneath my shame Who could carry that kind of weight it was my turn till I made I was breathing but not alive All my failures I tried to hide It was my turn Chains break at the weight of gloom. 
awesome song of worship that is up next we've got a guy who i can't believe it has been three weeks deep into this podcast that i've not played him yet up next here's a great easter song by zach williams called empty grave
child going till the news was started in the garden was finished in the tomb it's all reversed the apple the curse three days in the ground christ our lord is risen death couldn't hold him down up next we've got a group that we've played a lot here on radio elevate and this week They've got a song that really hits home with our message, talking about legacy. Here's Casting Crowns with Only Jesus. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the
Man, what an awesome, awesome time of worship we had this morning. Coming up after the break, we're going to finish up our lessons and finish up our entire series of having the best year ever as we conclude Joseph's life and talk about him for the last time for a while. And then coming up a little bit later on, we've got a very special, special guest that's going to join us. But first, our lesson coming up next entitled Lasting Legacy. Hey, Elevate Radio, this is Matt, worship pastor here at Crosspoint Church. Man, I'm so excited uh, that you're joining us on our podcast. Uh, man, Cody and the team have worked really hard to put some great stuff together for you. Uh, this is an interesting time. We're all going through changes. We're uh, experiencing different things together. And as we're moving towards the digital campus and we're spending time online with each other more so than ever, uh, man, what a great opportunity for you all to dive in uh, to God's Word with Cody and the team. Man, we are so excited about what God's going to do in and through this. Join us uh, as we listen together uh, through these podcasts and uh, the messages to come for Elevate. Uh, man, what a great opportunity for everyone uh, to just experience God in a new, fresh way. Uh, but man, when we get back together and are able to spend time with each other, how awesome will it be uh, to know that we've been in God's Word together, uh, even though we haven't seen each other. Hey, enjoy your time together. Enjoy this podcast. I know I'm going to be listening. I hope you are too. Talk to you soon. Well, we've come to the end of our series on Joseph and having the best year ever. You know, we've followed the life of Joseph and discussed what his life can teach us about living our best life and how to have the best year ever. And when we started these lessons some month and a half ago, I never thought that we'd end up here in the situation we are today when we ended this series. You know, it's easy to look at the negatives and think, Man, I miss everybody, and I'd love seeing my friends again. And I know I miss my Elevate youth members and, and leaders just as much. And it's been an odd couple weeks for us, but let's look at the positive. Though this COVID-19 epidemic, we've been able to establish Radio Elevate and establish a digital way to read, discuss, and learn about God's Word and what He has to look in our life. You know, it's easy to look at the last couple weeks through a smaller lens. And what I mean by that is you can look at each individual event and stay stuck in that time. You can look at your entire life like that. You can look at each event as just another portion of your life with none of them being connected. And this is what we're going to refer to as having a short-term lens. But the good news is about looking at life like this is that the great times, they're incredible. But, you know, if that holds true, then the opposite of that also has to hold true. And that means that the bad times, they're awful. And there's really no hope attached to those bad times. The good news is this. 
we shouldn't look at life through a short-term lens. We should look at life through more of a long-term lens. That's when each different event in our life is interconnected. Each experience we have, we take something from that and learn from it. A long-term lens through life really connects the pieces of your life together. And more importantly, it allows you to recognize how God is working in your life. Looking at the life through a long-term lens really teaches you how to focus your eyes on God and keep track of what God has planned for you in your life. Without looking at life through a long-term lens, it's easy to lose focus on God and more importantly, lose focus on God's plan. Honestly, if you look at life through a short-term lens, it becomes easy to get angry with God because you can't see the lessons that are being taught to you through the hard time, and it seems to forget the good times that you have in your life. A long-term lens, it sees the connection between the different events in your life. You can see your legacy starting to be formed. The thing about a legacy is that it's not just one single event that helps create it. It's a lot of different events that help create that legacy, and Joseph's life did just that. It created a legacy that ultimately glorified God. If Joseph looked at his life through a short-term lens, he could have easily lost faith in God. I mean, he was sold into slavery by his own brother became a slave, then became a prisoner, all on his journey to being in command of Egypt. It's like the old saying goes, he took one step forward and two steps back. And just like we've studied throughout this entire series, each of those events in his life have taught him to lesson. He learned about humility, he learned about how to deal with disappointment, he learned how to fight temptation, he learned how to be patient, and he learned how to lead. On today's episode, we're going to look at how viewing your life through a long-term lens helps you be strong through the hard times and remain strong among believers and know the importance of being an example where you are and know what a legacy actually is and how to create one. Today, we're going to start in Genesis chapter 50. We're going to be in verses 22 through 24, and it starts with the death of Joseph. And it says, So Joseph and his brothers and their families continued to live in Egypt. Joseph lived to the age of 110. He lived to see three generations of descendants of his son Ephraim, and he lived to see the birth of the children of Mansa's son, Machir, whom he claimed as his own. Soon I will die, Joseph told his brothers, but God will surely come to help you and lead you out of the land of Egypt. He'll bring you back to the land he solemnly promised to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. You know, Egyptians were not necessarily followers of God. They enjoyed the lavish things of this world and coveted things like status and wealth. Joseph, he knew that that wasn't important, and he knew where his roots were. He knew that his roots were centered in God, but he was surrounded by people who were not as grounded in God as he was. As a believer, we face that pretty much on a daily basis. A study from October of 2019 reported that Christianity 
is in a rapid decline in America with only 65% of people believing in God and Christianity. Where we're in the middle of the Bible Belt, I have to believe that our number's a little higher, but the fact still remains that people that believe in God is going down in large numbers. A couple of weeks ago, we discussed the dreams that Joseph interpreted for his fellow prisoners and for Joseph. One translation referred to interpreting dreams as God's business, and I made the point in that lesson that doing God's business is our responsibility. Today, we're going to dive into that just a little bit more as we're going to make that our first lesson point, and that is that doing God's work is our responsibility. Anytime that you get a promotion during a job, that promotion comes with a greater financial reward, but it also comes with a greater amount of responsibility. And we can look at that the same way when it comes to being a believer in God. A baptism, that serves as a ceremony for our promotion into the kingdom of God. And don't get me wrong, baptism is incredibly important. And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole on this lesson, so I'll leave it at this. Baptism is really something that you do in your heart. The act of being baptized is an outward expression of what your heart has already experienced. But what responsibilities come with being baptized and doing God's work? First, you have a responsibility to live your life in a manner that is pleasing to God. And, you know, that statement's a little scary. With temptation of sin at every corner and knowing our own hearts like we do, we know that living a life that's pleasing to God is going to be incredibly difficult. Here's the good news, though. Forgiveness is also right beside of that temptation. When we mess up, it's important to ask for forgiveness. And being a believer does not mean that you will live a perfect life, but being a believer does mean that you're under God's grace, and it does mean that you're thankful for that grace. And two, you have a responsibility to share God with others, many whom will be non-believers. Now, whether you know it or not, you have one thing in your life that is privileged to you and you only, and that is your testimony. How did your life come to be one that follows God? And did it always follow God? Or was there a moment in your life when God showed himself to you? We have a responsibility to share our testimony with others. You never know what impact your story will have on somebody else and what impact that might have on somebody that's a non-believer. Your personal experiences and events in your life could be similar to the situations that somebody else is going through. It's up to you to share that experience so that you might give hope to somebody that's not a believer. That responsibility comes with a hard truth, though. We may never see or know the impact that we have on somebody else's life. When we share our testimony, we're simply one moment in the life of somebody else. 
We may never know the person. We may never know the impact, but we can rest assured that God has used our testimony on somebody else somewhere. Sharing our testimony may only be a passing event in our life, but could be an impactful event in somebody else's life. You know, it's it's not up to us to get the glory for sharing our testimony. It's simply the work of a believer to share the testimony so that God can be acknowledged and hopefully the seed of God is planted in somebody else's life. Hey, Radio Elevate, this is Matt with Crosspoint. Uh, man, it's so good to spend time with you today, and I hope you're uh, excited about listening uh, to this brand new edition of Radio Elevate. Uh, I wanted to take a moment to tell you about a, a new way to give uh, to Crosspoint the ministries of Crosspoint, uh, including Radio Elevate and Elevate Student Ministry. Uh, you can text to give. Just text GIVE to 467 5311. That's 423-467-5311. Uh, if you're new to it, uh, it'll walk you through the process of how to get set up and all that. Uh, it's very quick, very easy, and from that moment on, uh, all you do is text GIVE to that number, uh, and then the amount that you would like to give uh, to the ministries of Crosspoint Church. Uh, man, thank you again so much for listening to Radio Elevate. We're so glad that you're joining us today. Let's move forward just a little bit in Genesis chapter 50. We're going to be in verses 25 through 26 here, and it says, Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear on oath, and he said, When God comes to help you and lead you back, you must take my bones with you. So Joseph died at the age of 110. The Egyptians embalmed him, and his body was placed in a coffin in Egypt. So that's going to bring us to our next lesson point, and that is that we're going to talk about creating a legacy. Now, we just talked about the work you have to do to create a legacy, but how do you maintain that legacy? Now, let's make this statement right here first and out of the gate. And this statement is going to be of the greatest importance. And this statement is this. A legacy has nothing to do with us but a legacy is for the acknowledgement of God. You and I, we are simply just a tool that God can use to glorify him. Now, Joseph has chosen to do this throughout his entire life. He accepted every trial that God put in front of him, and through each one of the trials, he kept his faith. Now, knowing that his time on earth was nearing an end, Joseph wanted his death to even glorify God. And he does this in a couple of ways. First, we have to look at where Joseph actually passes from this world into the next. He does this in Egypt. And as a ruler in Egypt, he's expected, and as far as worldly thinking goes, is entitled to a lavish burial. Now, Egyptian burials are still looked at today with amazement. These tombs are filled with riches and beautiful murals and are huge. All of this simply for a place to put a lifeless body. See, 
Joseph understood something about citizenship. He knew that his final burial place was simply a place for his earthly body to lie. Egyptian culture basically looked at a tomb as a final place of that body's citizenship. However, citizenship anywhere on earth, whether we're living or whether we're not, it's temporary. As a believer, our citizenship belongs to heaven. Now, there's no gold, no mural, or no thing in this world that could possibly be better than where our home is actually is. The earth is just a place that we're visiting and passing through. We have a responsibility while we're here, but eventually we're going back home to a place that God has made for us. And if God has made a place for us, specifically for us, you have to believe that that place is absolutely perfect. See, Joseph Joseph demonstrates his humility by choosing not to be buried in a lavish fashion. Joseph also desired for the end of his human life to be with other believers. Now, these verses really foreshadow what's getting ready to come with the exodus out of Egypt, but Joseph, who has lived a life pleasing and obedient to God, wants his end to be with other believers. Now, Joseph knew that for his life to leave a lasting legacy for God, he couldn't be buried in a large tomb with worldly riches around him. Instead, he chose to be put in a coffin for 400 years. For the next 400 years and the generations that passed through during that time, Joseph's body is laying there as an example of being one of God's believers. And that brings us to our last lesson point for today. It is really the culmination of what a legacy actually means. And to better illustrate this point, let's visit the book of Hebrews, specifically chapter 11. And verses 1 through 4 says, with great examples of faith, Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Now, the book of Hebrews is to believe is believed to be written by the Apostle Paul. If you go a little bit further into Hebrews 11, uh, verses 22, it says, It was by faith that Joseph, when he was about to die, said confidently that people of Israel would leave Egypt. He even commanded them to take his bones with them when they left. Now, the significance of this is that one of the apostles wrote about something that had happened in the scriptures from the Old Testament, and he puts that here in the New Testament. Joseph's legacy was celebrated, but it was celebrated because of God and Joseph's faith in God. Joseph himself is not celebrated. Instead, it's Joseph's story and Joseph's testimony that has lived through the years so that God can be glorified through that. That is the thing about a legacy, is that a legacy cannot be about you. When it comes to worldly things today, we, we 
all around the world, the word legend is used a lot. Now, we talk about legends in the sports world and the music world and the acting world and really any realm of world that's out there, but those legacies will eventually end because it's about the person and their work, not God and his work. Let's flash back to lesson point two for just a second here. Our citizenship is in heaven, not this world. So what does a legacy that only has a meaning to this world even matter? The short answer is that it doesn't. Anything that we do in this world that is done for our own benefit and not for the benefit of God will be temporary. It'll be forgotten and eventually it will become irrelevant. Think about it like this. Any song, any movie, any athlete, any pop culture phenomenon during any time frame will eventually be forgotten. For example, in 1995, some of the top 10 songs of the year were Gangster's Paradise, Waterfalls, Creep, Kiss from a Rose, and On Bended Knee. In 1985, songs of the year included Careless Whisper, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, and I Feel You. If we go all the way back to 1955, those songs include Rock Around the Clock, The Yellow Rose of Texas, and Unchained Melody. All of these songs had their moment in the spotlight, but their legacy is not lasting. None of the above-mentioned songs will have a legacy that lasts forever. Chances are, if you remember some of those songs, you hadn't thought of those songs in a long time, and they certainly don't have any lasting impact on your life. However, if we go back and read all of Hebrews chapter 11, Paul mentions in addition to Joseph, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Sarah, Moses, Rehab, Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. These legacies did not just last through the entire Old Testament, they survived the 400 years between the Old Testament and the New Testament. They survived all through Jesus' time, and they've survived all through this day. Why? Because one of these stories, each one of these stories, in some way glorify God. The legacy of any of these individuals is not about the individual itself, but it's about the legacy of God and what he did in their life. Additionally, these stories will last the test of time. They'll never be forgotten as long as we continue to share our testimony the same way that those Bible stories from above were shared to us. All of the songs mentioned before, uh, they will eventually be forgotten. The Bible and the lives of the people will never be forgotten because they're part of God's legacy. So there it is. There we have it. It's a fitting end to Joseph's life, a life that was filled with so many trials and so many tests of faith. And it ends with Joseph making sure that his death is a test of faith and a dedication to God. Joseph's life has been able to teach us so much. His last lesson, though, has taught us how to leave a lasting legacy towards God. The title of this entire series was called Best Year Ever. If we're going to have the best year ever, it's important that we live a life for God. Sometimes 
that's not going to be easy with the world around us. There will be non-believers at every turn. They'll criticize every chance and try to turn us from God. We have to look at them not as an enemy, but as an opportunity to share our testimony and win them over to God. Remember that everything here in this world's temporary. Our citizenship belongs in heaven. Joseph wanted to be buried among his believers, not in a lavish tomb like the fellow Egyptian leaders. So much of Joseph's human side is shown here. He wants to glorify God and not be buried lavishly, but be buried among believers in his homeland of Canaan, not Egypt. But really, what does his burial place matter? His final resting place is just a place for a box of bones. His home is as our neighbor in heaven with our creator, God. Lastly, remember what a lasting legacy is actually about. A legacy cannot be selfish, but must be a legacy that's glorifying to God. A legacy has nothing to do with me, has nothing to do with you, but about our story and our testimony that it can glorify God. That story and testimony means nothing if the center reason for the story does not reflect God and show what he's done for you, with you, and through you so that you may ultimately give him the honor for that testimony. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed our series on Joseph, and I hope that you're enjoying Radio Elevate. This episode drops on Easter, and even though this is not an Easter lesson, I encourage you to head on over to www.cpoint.cc and check out our lead pastor Greg's Easter lesson. Remember, today's a great day for all believers because that tomb, it was empty. Up next, we have one of the most special, special guests. Jennifer from the Elevate team is going to be joining us as we discuss being a believer and having a believer's legacy. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, Radio Elevate. This is Matt with Crosspoint. Uh, man, it's so good to spend time with you today, and I hope you're uh, excited about listening uh, to this brand new edition of Radio Elevate. Uh, I wanted to take a moment to tell you about a, a new way to give uh, to Crosspoint the ministries of Crosspoint, uh, including Radio Elevate and Elevate Student Ministry. Uh, you can text to give. Just text GIVE to 467 5311. That's 423-467-5311. Uh, if you're new to it, uh, it'll walk you through the process of how to get set up and all that. Uh, it's very quick, very easy, and from that moment on, uh, all you do is text GIVE to that number, uh, and then the amount that you would like to give uh, to the ministries of Crosspoint Church. Uh, man, thank you again so much for listening to Radio Elevate. We're so glad that you're joining us today. Welcome back to Radio Elevate. We've got a special of special of guests today. We've got my boo, it's Jennifer here with us today. Jennifer, how you doing today? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm great, thank you. What do you think of Radio Elevate so far? It is amazing. I love that we can stay connected and they can still hear the message every week. I myself have enjoyed listening to it very much. 
Um, and I'm excited to be your guest this week. It's awesome to have you as my guest this week. We are wrapping up our series on Joseph and wrapping up our series on having the best year ever. Jennifer, what was the most impactful part of this series to you? I think it's just seeing Joseph's faith and his faithfulness to God during all his trials. Because, I mean, believe me, in my daily life, I don't face half the things Joseph does. And, you know, he just has, you know, the biggest faith. And it's just really incredible to see and just really, I'm trying to think of the word. Just It makes you want to do better. It makes you want to have that kind of faith. So I just think it really, really hits you and makes you want to be more faithful. So you bring up faith. So that makes me want to ask you in this last study we talked about, we talked a lot about how Joseph wanted to be a believer amongst non-believers in Egypt. So what does being a believer amongst non-believers mean to you? I think it means to really show God through yourself, even around people that might not know him and might not understand what he's all about and what it means to live for him. So I really feel like it's being that light, that that light that God wants us to be and just really trying to be impactful to people and really show them, you know, what God can do for them just like he does for us. So do you find that difficult to be uh, the believer among believers and show that light among people? I think it comes with, you know, practicing your faith and, it, the easiness comes the more you're knowledgeable, you know, the more faith you have and the more you read and study and, you know, the more confidence you have. But um, I, I enjoy that. Um, obviously, you know, as I get older and, you know, study more and learn more, it, it's definitely easier. So, yeah, it definitely gets easier the more you study it. But do you think that being a believer kind of leaves us with a responsibility to share our testimony with other people? Um, yes. I mean, in the New Testament, you know, Jesus says many times, tells the disciples to go spread the news of the gospel, tells them to go to all the ends of the earth to, you know, spread the gospel. So I believe that we're also those disciples. And, you know, that's our job, too, is to spread it as far as we can while we're here and to, to get as many people to cross as possible. So you make a great point when you say why we're here. And that, that's a great segue into our next, you know, our next conversation point is, have you ever really thought about our citizenship being in heaven? Oh, yeah, I believe that obviously this is very temporary. You know, I feel like we can do as much work for the Lord here as possible. But ultimately, this is where we're just passing through. And I know you hear that so many times, you know, in church and everything. But it really is. It's so temporary. And as you grow and get older, you just see how much it passes. But you always have this really positive you know, outlook and showing that, you know, there's always something better coming and that God's made this perfect place for us, you know, in heaven one day. So knowing that everything here on earth is temporarily, or it's temporary rather, does that make you view your time on earth differently? Yes, because, you know, all this is just in the span of eternity, this is just such a small little blip. And so God has already, you know, written my story and written my story on, you know, when my time in heaven's going to come and everything. So it really makes you want to to live every moment 
and I know this sounds really cliche, but to live every moment the most you can because your life here is so temporary and you just want to do the best you can and be the best person you can and really try to, you know, show God through you to people that might not see him anywhere else. So Joseph still viewed his homeland of Canaan and he still kind of viewed that as being home by wanting to be buried there and not being buried in a tomb that was fitting for a Pharaoh at the time. What do you think this says about the heart of Joseph? I think it just shows how humble his heart is and how, you know, his heart wasn't here. Look at me. Look at me. It was, Hey, look at God. I'm, you know, I'm just this man and I, everything I am is because of, of God and what he's given me. So I really think it just shows how humble he is and how, you know, he wants to go back to his beginnings and go back to where, you know, he feels most comfortable And it just really shows how it's all about God and not all about him, which is great. Yeah, and that has a lot to do with the legacy that Joseph wanted to leave. And I have to ask you, what kind of legacy do you hope to leave? I hope to leave a positive legacy. Um, You know, I'm, I'm kind of an introvert, so I'm not really one to boast and things of that of myself. But I really do hope to that when people think back on me and my life and when my children look back on me and my church family looks back on me, that they can say, you know, Jennifer really did um, help people and that she really did, you know, show cross through her actions and her job and, you know, the things that she did within cross point and just that I can, you know, leave that for my child so that Avery, you know, can, we can teach her the good values and, And that she can remember us in a positive light. Do you think that a legacy can be a legacy even if it only affects a smaller number of people? Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, you know, you think of how many people are in the world. And, I mean, you know of a few. But, I mean, you know, we're going to make the most impact, I feel, in our communities and in our church community. You know, in Jonesboro, you know, at our schools, at our work. I mean, those are the people that are going to see us every day, every week. And, you know, whenever they hear my name, you know, they're going to know who I am in this obviously small community. So, I mean, that's really the people you're going to impact as the people you see a lot. So why do you think us as humans are really so concerned about leaving a legacy of the world, but our legacy that we want to leave is rarely about honoring God, but instead we want a legacy to be more about ourselves. Well, I think that's just the flesh. I think it's human nature to want people to like you and the people to remember you and for you to do something important to stamp your name on the world, you know, cause we are here for such a short time. But I think that, you know, like I said, with age and with studying and, you know, growing closer to God, that he's going to take that over for you. And, you know, and you're, he's going to have your heart to really want to, you know, leave your legacy for him and not for yourself. Cause I mean, that's, what's important is, you, you know, showing people what God is and his love and, you know, trying to get people to cross as opposed to someone knowing me for, you know, anything I can do. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining oh, us welcome. this week yeah. on Radio Elevate. Hey, is there anything else that you want to talk about or any message that you have out there for our students or anybody else that might be listening? No, Elevate, we miss you so much. Seriously, it's so weird not seeing you guys all the time and keeping up with you and you know seeing what's going on in your school lives and 
you know, picking on you and all that good stuff. So we really do miss you and really hope you're doing okay. I know everyone's stuck in the house, but I hope everything's going really well. And just know that we are praying for you and, you know, we are here if you need anything. Reach out to us, you know, on Instagram, Facebook. You have our numbers. Text us, you know, because we're stuck in the house now, too. So, you know, I think we're all going a little stir crazy. But we hope to see you in person soon, very soon. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today. I'd, I'd like for everybody listening to know how big of a step this was for Jennifer <laughs> to actually be on a radio type interview today. It was awesome to have you today. Thank you. Well, everybody, that that concludes our series on the best year ever. We started it at Cross Point. We ended it on a podcast. And we're so glad that you were able to join us for each and every one of the lessons that you were. Hey, next week, we're going to start a brand new series about the greatest sermon that was ever preached. And the series is going to be entitled Red. It's some of the most impactful words that the Bible has as we start to study on Jesus' greatest sermon, the Sermon on the Mount. And today, even though we're finishing our study on Easter, it's a great day today because that stone was rolled away and the tomb was empty. Happy Easter to everyone out there. I want to thank my wife, Jennifer, again for joining us this week. And we'll be right back here next Sunday for another episode of Radio Elevate. My name is Cody Fair. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you here next week. Wipe away those tears, child, go and tell the news. I started in the garden, was finished in the tomb. It's all reversed, the apple, the curse, three days in the ground. Christ all owed his risen, death couldn't hold him.